It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to the millions of Canadians who serve and continue to serve for our military on this Remembrance Day. I mean, we plan to take pause at 11 today to remember and honour them uh, and their families and veterans, of course, and we just have so much respect for them and want to really say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes, we all echo that for sure, and we hopefully lots of people will take part in today's Remembrance Day ceremonies online. You can watch them there. You can listen to them. I know my Smith's going to be having some coming up as well. And I assume markets in Canada are closed today, but what about the United States? Yeah, markets are actually have had a really strong week over the past week. And, you know, we kind of, I say kind of, finally received a result over the weekend with a Joe Biden uh, win. Uh, of course, uh, the Trump administration refuses to authorize the start of the official transition process, as we all know. Um, but legal experts are saying that the, the lawsuits appear like, you know, one piece of a public relations kind of stint. Uh, you know, whether anything could be overturned, we don't think so. Uh, markets were really pleased to see a result after months of uncertainty. And the main takeaway is that the Republicans surprised by winning the Senate, which results in a divided government, which bodes well for the stock market historically. Because I think a lot of people are going, okay, what is going on? Why are the markets up? Given the uncertainty um, around the election and, uh, of course, many other things, uh, increasing COVID cases in the U.S. and stuff like that. Um, but basically, with a Republican Senate, uh, the Democrats will not be able to raise taxes, as these are uh, one of the decisions that have to go through the Senate. And so that's why you saw markets move higher. And of course, we had the vaccine update on Monday as well, which was huge news for markets. Yeah, what kind of an impact did that Pfizer vaccine update have on the markets? Well, the Dow at one point was up, uh, you know, 1,500 points. It closed up 800 points. And that is a massive move. And, you know, we've been saying that, uh, you know, when we get news on a vaccine, uh, we expect markets to move higher. Uh, we didn't expect uh, this sort of news to come this early. But again, we're not out of the woods yet. We have to say that. Um, you know, even though we're looking at uh, the phase three trial here by Pfizer, um, you know, the update looked at 94 infections recorded so far and reported a 90% efficacy rate in preventing COVID. Well, that's obviously very positive. The WHO only requires a 50% uh, rate. And so the results, though, um, you know, we kind of have to wait. You know, what we're looking at is about three months. Um, they have to record 164 infections, uh, which could take another month, and at least half Half the participants have been tracked uh, for side effects for at least two months. So the total expected time is another three months. That's the best case. So, you know, did the markets and are the markets getting a little ahead, ahead of themselves? You know, I would say so. Uh, but obviously, this is fantastic news. The other issue that, uh, you know, not just we're looking at, but, uh, you know, media is looking at is, you know, how fast could this get to people? Right. Like it's not going right. to happen tomorrow. I mean, the average Canadian is going to, you know, have to wait some time. Uh, they're talking about they could first produce uh, possibly 50 million doses in 2020 and up to 1.3 billion doses in 2021. But of course, healthcare workers and vulnerable people are going to uh, have access to that first, which they should. Um, but it's going to still be some time, months, even over a year until uh, we're really out of this thing. So I think, again, the market's probably moved a little too far. Uh, and we'll talk about that as well in terms of sector rotation and markets. Yeah, that does make me wonder then what with that news and that reaction, so what goes up and what comes down? 
Yeah, so what we saw was a rotation out of some of those areas that have been doing quite well that we've been talking about, such as technology. Um, and what moves higher are things, you know, that I personally don't have exposure to, such as airlines. Like Air Canada was up 29% or something on Monday. Really? And, you know, so things that were totally beaten down this year had a big jump. But again, you know, when I look at the airlines, like how long is it going to take them to return to profitability? It's going to take some time. And when you look at sectors or companies, I should say, such as Amazon and Costco and Walmart that have, um, you know, a good online presence, you know, I think people have probably changed their ways for some time and, and maybe forever in, in terms of shopping online versus going to a store. And still, this is going to take, you know, months to possibly, you know, over a year and, and more for people to really have uh, access to the vaccine. So, we're of the belief that the sectors that did um, that came down, like technology, over the past few days, that's probably a buying opportunity longer term. We want to be in companies that are, you know, have increased in profits during this pandemic because we're not out of uh, out of the pandemic by any stretch at this point, right? But it is important to start looking at some of the other sectors possibly. Um, over the next, uh, you know, few months. But again, it's too early for us to jump into some of those areas. Uh, but overall, it was great news for the markets, and we're happy to see uh, that, uh, you know, a vaccine could be developed here. I mean, that's what we all need. That's what markets need. Uh, and uh, again, it was good news um, on the stock market, both uh, in the U.S. and in Canada. Right. Okay. I, although I'm sure, Laurie, you get a lot of questions right now, too. If people are wondering, is it worth it to stick it out? Are, are people considering, say, early retirement? retirement? Yeah, you know, it's whether they're considering it or their company considered it for them. Right. Um, we've had a lot of calls lately uh, as, you know, a lot of companies look for ways and continue to reduce their workforce to trim costs during the pandemic. And many are offering early retirement packages to their employees. And, you know, when when people are kind of evaluating their options and say they don't have a financial advisor or financial team to help them with it, they could, in fact, take the wrong option. And so you have to look at, um, you know, what they're offering you and uh, decide if it's the right thing. And a lot of the times when you're getting early retirement packages and, and what those kind of terms could be, they'll offer you, you know, you could take a lump sum payment, which could trigger tax. So you need to watch out for that. Um, they could transfer your, your severance as a commuted value to your locked in um, retirement plan. Uh, which is tax sheltered, or you could take a monthly payment option. So definitely they usually offer more than, than one thing. And accepting the commuted value. So this, again, means that uh, any money in your pension gets transferred to your locked-in RSP is usually the better way to go than taking the monthly income. And Why a lot that? of people don't know that. They go, oh, okay, well, I'm going to get a few thousand a month or whatever that amount is. That sounds great. But the problem is a lot of those monthly options are not indexed to inflation. So what you get today is not what you're going to be able to kind of spend with that same amount of money in 10, 20 years from now. Uh, and also, if you take that commuted value, you have more control over your investments, and therefore you can earn a higher rate of return. Uh, longevity. After you pass away, those funds can go to your spouse and then pass down to your kids. If you take that monthly income option, that kind of goes poof once the second spouse passes away. And a lot of people want to leave more to their children or beneficiaries as they can. And lastly, as I talked about, inflation risk. A lot of those monthly pensions are not indexed to inflation. Uh, and again, that's eroding your purchasing power over time. Right. That's a lot for people to worry about with everything else that's going on right now. The, the thought that they might be pushed into early retirement. 
Well, exactly. Push into early retirement, what we've seen, and, and I can't tell you how many calls I've actually had on this in the last, I'd say, two months. Um, you know, early retirement is one thing. A lot of those people are not ready to retire, so a lot of them are planning to continue working in, in right. one form or another. They may take, you know, six months, a year off, to, and you know, or maybe look for a job when things get a little bit better out there. But again, I can't stress enough how important a retirement plan is. Um, and also talking to a professional in this area, I mean, like we have a financial planner on our team that helps with this. Even at Canaccord, they have a financial planner that's like a pension specialist. So we simply give those uh, options to them and say, you know, what do you think? And they'll take a look at them for them and really uh, dive into it to see what is the best option for them. But again, there there are benefits to taking that lump sum into a locked-in RSP right. uh, just because you have more control over it. And like I said, it continues on to your state once you and your spouse are, are no longer there. And again, you know, early retirement can be a shock to a lot of people, mm-hmm. right, when you've worked at a company for many, many years. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, may open up the door to something even better. That's all I can say. And then that's what I've seen as well. People are a little bit upset that, you know, this has happened to them. Um, you know, they've been there for years and the pandemic and all these sorts of things, but they go on to finding something better, finding something part-time. They have this lump sum right. uh, and they're living life and, and things turn out okay. Let's hope so. Lori, thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now you can contact the Pinkowski Wealth Management Team directly at 604-695-LORI or check out their website, pinkowski.ca.